Hey everyone, welcome to Deep Thinking with Rick, the podcast where we analyze topics in a deep way to better our lives and the world we live in. I'm your host, Rick Matsuko Terry. Uh, now today, on today's episode, I want to speak on the Bible. A book that I love so much, a book that I've spent many, many years in. I've probably read it more than any other book that I've ever read, and I still find it tantalizing and impressive. Uh, anyone who's um, understood me and known me over the years knows that the Bible is a perfect combination of all the things that really, really um, matter to me. And you can, you know, after today's podcast, you'll probably understand why I'm so attracted to that particular book and text. Um, you know, I'm someone who loves words. I'm someone who loves words. I've been enjoying reading since I was a kid. And one of the books that I started reading a long, long time ago is the Bible. I think one of my earliest memories is, uh, you know, getting a picture Bible, which showed some of the great pictures of the creation stories that told uh, some of the, those biblical stories like Cain and Abel, uh, how things were created, Noah and the Ark, uh, even salvation, Jesus himself, all that stuff, David and Goliath, the usual. And I've loved it ever since. I have just been so enamored, you know, by learning to read using those stories. It's just something that has just over time built and built and I've loved it. And, you know, maybe some of these atheistic arguments that some people give is true. That, uh, you know, I was exposed to that book at the beginning of time, so I have had no reason to doubt it. I just didn't, even when I learned about evolution and all that stuff, I had no, I just had no reason to doubt the Bible. You know, maybe in the same way that, uh, you know, someone who grows up in the West where uh, the Bible is not particularly popular unless your parents are, are Christian. Uh, you know, you learn about the whole evolution and all that first. So when anybody tries to tell you that, um, you know, the Bible stories, you then start to doubt. But in my case, I'm, I'm pretty sure God had a plan and allowed me to get really, really immersed in Bible stories from the beginning. Uh, you know, maybe the Bible is a book full of amazing stories. And I take those uh, you know, some literally, some metaphorically, the Bible is so layered. There's some metaphors in there. There's some stuff that's, uh, you know, literal. There's some stuff in there that's allegorical. There's some. There's so much different types of language in that one book uh, that, you know, um, I've found it intriguing for years and years and years and years. Uh, now, uh, you know, I, I loved the Bible before I was even a Christian because I can only say that I really understood what it was to be a Christian when I was around 12. So, uh, considering I started reading the Bible when I was about five, then all that time I was just fascinated by it and fascinated by the stories. So, um, the, the book has taken me ages. Uh, I believe the Bible to be the first personal development book ever and the best. Uh, and as someone who loves personal development, that is something I took to heart. The Bible has so, so much stories to uplift and so much advice to help you uplift and become better that you just go wow so stories like david and goliath are stories that show you how you know even as a young person as a small person against the odds you can win uh the stories like um you know uh, abraham and lot teach you you know uh, how to just uh, believe and have faith and have a positive attitude. The Bible really has a lot of stories that help you have a positive attitude. When you look at some of the teachings that Jesus gave, for example, they give you great uh, ways of how to behave as a person in order to have great relationships. The Sermon on the Mount is a great story. 
that teaches you, when Jesus tells you the golden rule, you know, when people t- say, uh, do to others what you want them to do to you, you know, that originates from the Bible. The Bible was the first place where those kind of revolutionary things were given. And, you know, we take it now that, oh, this is just common, common sense, but, you know, where it actually came from is the Bible. And so the book is always teaching you how to be better with people. Uh, you know, take a look at Paul. Paul has uh, loads of teachings where he teaches, uh, you know, some of the things we he would call them the books of the Spirit. He calls them the, the fruit of the Spirit. Uh, you know, these are attributes in you that uh, apparently come when the Spirit of God is in you. Things like patience, kindness, faithfulness, and all that. And, you know, these are good qualities anyway. So for personal development, the Bible is a great book because it shows you what to try and attain for. And many, many people try to attain these even when they don't know, know and maybe may, may not believe in Jesus Christ per se. Uh, it tends to be a lot more difficult because uh, you are trying to fight against the animalistic nature. Because you see, the things that the Bible calls the fruit of the flesh are things that come naturally to people. So anger, jealousy, resentment, like, you know, uh, murder even, those kind of things are natural to us. You know, as people, we want to fight when someone, um, you know, insults us or, or hurts us. We want to fight back. We want to revenge. Uh, it takes a different set of rules to look at someone who has done you wrong and say, you know what, I'm not going to perpetuate this, uh, this cycle. And, uh, yeah, it's... It's tough, but the Bible is the kind of book that is trying to get people to behave differently. Uh, now, uh, the funny thing with the Bible, and a lot of people criticize it this way, is that they say, oh, um, there are many people who've done wrong in the name of the Bible and what's in the Bible. And that, to me, just is, is so funny because, obviously, you know, these people weren't looking at the whole book. They, they picked up the scripture that uh, said what they wanted and they went and did it you know if you look if you look hard enough the bible is such a big book such a big reference of stories and history and all that that you can defend anything literally you can defend genocide if you looked hard enough in the bible you can find a way to try and justify your genocide now you can try and say it was the bible that made people do this but we know it wasn't that's something you wanted to do anyway it was something that was in you, and you wanted to do it, and then now you just blame it on the Bible. So I, I reject that. Uh, that's not something I, I ascribe to. I'm always saying, uh, you know, in the Bible, like, you know, for me to understand, have a holistic picture, take a step back, and look at it in context. Um, one thing I learned and I, as I became a Christian is that whenever I pray while reading the Bible, that's when I get a better, clearer picture. Because to understand a book, it's best to understand it from the point of view of who wrote it. Now, the Bible was written by many, many different people. I'm pretty sure, is it 40 40 different authors or something? I, I forget the exact number. But it was written by many different people. However, the consensus is that all of them were inspired by God to write it. So if you were to look at God's aspect and you look at who God is and the, the attributes that are attributed to God, then you understand what he meant when he said certain things. So when you understand that God loves people and then you'll see the story in, uh, I don't know, Genesis, where the sons of uh, Jacob, uh, after their sister got raped, they went and killed a whole city full of men. You understand that God 
in truth wants that event to be uh, recorded. However, he doesn't want us to go do that because those people that got killed are his people anyway. And in fact, he rebukes the people who, who, who went and did it. The, the two sons of Jacob that actually spearheaded that uh, thing, uh, in fact, got a little bit of a curse. Um, <laughs> because they were like, you guys are too, you, you're, you're too hot-headed. You think you're, you think you're warriors and you're going out just uh, killing people. So if you don't understand that, you're going, going out. Oh, the Bible condemns, uh, you know, murder or revenge. But you don't understand that really, if you look at it from God's perspective, you know, God is truth. And one thing I love about the Bible is the Bible is not afraid to speak the truth, even if it contradicts. Uh, God himself shows people who are supposed to be men of God and women of God, showing them in their weakness. The Bible loves to do that. The Bible does that all the time. And that's what truth is. Truth at times will make a King David look bad. King David, one of the heroes of the Old Testament, the Bible is the one that shows how he went and stole the wife of one of his most trusted generals and then went and organized for that guy to get killed so that he could hide that he had uh, impregnated his wife. The Bible will just, just lay it out there and go like, nope. He shows truth. While God loved David, but he loved the truth as well. So this is why I love the book. This is why I'm so in love with the book. I study it day and night. Uh, the New Testament, you know, the stories of Jesus, I so love them. Uh, God himself come down to be um, uh, on the flesh. And great people like Paul, who wrote most more than half of the, the New Testament, all the letters on which the Church of God of the 21st century right now, most of it was built on some of the teachings of Paul. He, he basically wrote out what became the Christian faith. And, uh, you know, I love to study that. Paul is one of my inspirations. I'll say the people that inspire me the most in the Bible, which, of which I'll give them their own separate podcasts. Uh, we start with Jesus himself. Paul, uh, St. Paul, is a great person in my eyes. Uh, Joseph in the Old Testament, you know, not the father of, David, of Jesus, but the, the Joseph from Genesis. Uh, I love him. Uh, Daniel is a great, great guy. David, Solomon, David's son, who's uh, recorded as the wisest man who ever lived. Uh, all of these are great examples. So guys, uh, you know, I, I, I could go on about this. I'll probably give this another few uh, goes here every time I just keep going on it. Uh, but so if you, if that's all we got for today's show, if you enjoyed it, would you mind uh, giving us a good clap? Just click on the clap button there. And if you can subscribe to the podcast and follow us to see our regular content. See you later, guys.